come on, what's been going on? Alright, well, what's been going on? You bought a car? Yes, oh, we we bought a car. Yeah. It's pretty It's pretty amazing. Did you, did you have a look at it? I don't even know no, how to pronounce I, I didn't. the name of, of what it is. Master Review. Review? Autozam. It does sound pretty made up, you're right. You're it right. does sound awfully made up. But I think it's the bee's knees. Wait, what are you calling it? A must and what are you calling it? A must review. R E. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I thought you were calling it like a master review, and I thought, yeah, I I didn't actually realize it was a Mazda until you sent me it as text form. Yeah, really? you're saying like must master review, and I thought it was like master review was the, I don't know. <laughs> oh man, I haven't taken a picture of the manual yet. Manual. What year is it? Nineteen. It's fantastic. Ninety-four. It is. Yes. Is there anything else? Are you, are you getting up some good pictures? It's one hundred and forty-seven thousand kilometers on the clock. Have you got some pictures there? What do you, what do you think? What do you think? It's not bad. So I... yeah, one hundred forty-seven thousand kilometers on the yeah, clock. it looks like that, it looks like an old Ford, bad, right? that. <laughs> I don't. I don't even. I don't even know what it looks like. <sighs> kilometers, kilometers. Kilometers. Okay. So. Yeah. What, that's half? It's probably 100,000 miles. Yeah. It looks like a... It looks like an old Ford that's been, like, squashed a little bit. So, that that's what I was going to say. If you have a look at the back there, the back looks tiny, doesn't it? If, if you've got a side-on... If you've got a side-on view, and you look... You, you know, you look at the first four-fifths of the car... And then you look at the last section. Exactly, that's what I'm is. saying. It looks tiny. It looks it looks tiny, <laughs> but if you open the boot, there's so much space in there. Really? It's huge. Honestly, there's loads of space inside the car as well. Obviously, it's got it's four like doors. A, it's like a weird mix so. between a hatchback and a like sedan, which is just odd. It 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 is a little yeah. odd. Oh, well, I'm I'm super excited. I haven't really. Yeah. Taken should it we, anyway, yeah. We, should we brought it home and do you wanna go over that name again just for people listening at home? Well, I th- I feel like we actually <laughs> went over it quite a bit. Mazda Review R E V Perfect. Well that, that was a useful exercise. R E V U E and then Autozam nineteen ninety four. <laughs> one word, autism. Yes. Yeah, and that's 1994 one, <laughs> 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 And if you want, just go and stick C A R on the end of that, and you're guaranteed to find B L U E. Okay, and do you want to show how much that cost you? <laughs> That 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 cost six hundred pounds. It's pretty good when you put it like that. <laughs> it's, you know. it's it's good anyway. Uh, the radio doesn't work, That's and the inside light doesn't work. <laughs> it's also a shame. The, <laughs> it it doesn't lock very well. <sighs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'll I'll discover more faults. The the locking. So so we went down. Uh, eight eight o'clock sharp this morning to go and stick another parking ticket in yeah. there because the parking ran out at eight a.m. So I got up sharp at five to eight. Yeah. And um, so you know, I, I bought another twelve hours of parking, and un- unlocked the door, 
because it doesn't it doesn't have the central <laughs> with the key lock with the fob. It's sort of I'm not sure what kind of locking it has. It has the weirdest locking. Yeah. So I open the driver's side door, put the key in, and then uh, no, <laughs> and then the boot put the open. ticket in. <laughs> And then, and then, then I then I lock the door, and then then as I'm looking as I look through, to check all of the little things yeah. down, like one of the the passenger side doors open, so now I have to go around and lock that manually. <laughs> but then, but then, as I do that, like the back pin pops up, so then so I open the, the front passenger side door, and I push down. Push down the lock <laughs> to lock the the back door, and then man, it's just it's so weird. It, it just it, uh, like it, the lock it is, you can like... you can lock everything, but it's just sort of it, it, it's a game of chance. You you just have to go around and press things down. It's like a whack a mole game. <laughs> it's like the most annoying yeah, whack a mole. That's exactly what's going on there. But I, I, the last owner didn't lock it. Because he he didn't care. He didn't even have it MOT'd. He was just driving it around. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he he didn't care. And he, he didn't lock it. All the windows were constantly open. All the doors were constantly open. He didn't he didn't care at all. So I don't think he realizes realized that the locks that there's any issue with any of the yeah. locks. Um. But uh, yeah, I am. Um, I. But what it, what I what I have discovered, which um, so Zoe was looking at some insurance yesterday, and she said, "Does the car have an immobilizer?" I was like, "What?" Does it, she said, "Does it have an electronic device that prevents the car from being started?" And I went, "Oh yes, it does." So we've got this this weird house key, like it looks like a house key that for for the doors. It doesn't. It's right. you know, do you know what I mean? It's really thin. It doesn't have any plastic around it. But then, it also has a button, and not not on the key as a separate. It's on the key chain. But as a separate thing, it just it, it has a button. Yeah. So when you put the key in and turn the ignition, right before you turn it all the way up, you have to press this button, and then then you can start the car. If you don't press this little button, no, all it is is just a black yeah. fob so with a button on, and that that allows the car to be started. Okay, so it's an immobilizer. Otherwise, you can't. That yeah. sounds like some form so, of like the like aftermarket immobilizer. I I don't even know. I don't even know so what that is. I don't. I'd never even heard. Yeah, like modern it, cars. Modern cars just have an immobilizer in the key, and it's a chip that's linked up, so that. You, so you can't copy the key. Sort of. Yeah, but a lot more security like that. So you can't hotwire a car with an immobilizer. Well, that, that that's what I assumed. That's what I assume what this is. Yeah, do you remember when my key used to fall apart? Yeah. yeah. I think you did it. Did you? Did you not do it? Or was it Freddy? <laughs> I think it might have been Freddy. Sound like something I would do. I think it might have been Freddy. But somebody got in the car and tried to start it and broke the key. The immobilizer chip. Oh, I think it was that. Immobilizer chip popped off, and then it, the car just wouldn't start. And I had to go back the the next day when I was sober and sort it all out with a locksmith and everything. Oh no, no, I, I no, I, no, I wasn't there for that. No, no, that, I I'm pretty sure I had nothing to do with that. I, I'm glad. I'm glad to say. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. The car's cool. Let's the just... car is cool. And old. Yeah. And dysfunctional. Um. What else? What else? Um. So okay. Auckland has a the big old tower. Yes. Yes. In, you went up in it. the center. Um. Yeah. 
Um, I I don't know how to describe it. I I I'm, I think it was what's it originally built. What's it called? Let me Google to it broadcast the Sky Tower. Sky, Sky Tower. Tower, Auckland. Yeah, that's S K Y. Um, <laughs> T O W E R U C K space A N D. Go. Um, and I think it was originally built for um. Uh, you know, to broadcast televisions and uh, stuff. Really? Anyway, it, you know, it's it's a bit of a tourist attraction, and you can you you can pay twenty dollars or whatever yeah. to go up, and you can it, it's twice as tall as anything else around. Yeah, that's pretty but, cool. Um, seeing that, but it it also it also has a restaurant. Okay, of course. Um, of course. Which obviously has a three hundred and sixty degree view, and if you so me and Zoe went. Uh, we were thinking about going to the Sky Tower, and then we discovered there's a restaurant and our massive love for food. Yeah, yeah. We decided we'd, we'd go there instead, especially as you get free entry. Okay. You don't have to pay to go up if you're going to the restaurant. Okay. Um, but the coolest thing is, is the whole restaurant spins around. That's pretty incredible. More excitement. The whole and I, honestly, <laughs> okay, it okay. does make you slightly nauseous as you're looking at the menu. Yeah. And it, it's not fast. It spins around once an hour. I don't yeah. even know where I, to begin. It it was good. That, it, but yeah. It was yeah. That's crazy. It was like our second day in Auckland, maybe yeah. when we went there, second or third. And it it, it was fantastic. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed that. What and did, the food what, what the mussels here. Um oh man, I had I had salmon I actually I think we just went for mains. Okay, because yeah. Because we just <laughs> oh, that was it. It was it was fully booked at night. Right. Okay. So he's nodding in the background. To, uh, yeah, we definitely just had mains. Yeah. Uh, I think we got a couple of sides of fries and like some salad or something too. Yeah. But yeah, it was all booked out during the night, and we didn't want to eat massively in the day. Makes sense. Because uh, we only got sense. a lunchtime booking, so mm-hmm. I think we just we just had some a uh, light lunch. But yeah, I had some salmon and whatever. It was it was fantastic. The it was it was really the the mussels that uh, they have green green lipped mussels. Okay. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking over for some. That's okay. She's busy doing important <laughs> things over there. Um, yeah, I think they're green-lipped mussels, okay. and a they're huge, and b they're the most delicious mussels I've ever eaten in my entire really? life. I, I've never had mussels. Really? I yeah. Man, you're missing out. You're missing out. I think maybe I don't know. I feel like I should. I've definitely I've definitely eaten a mussel before, but never had it as a meal. You've myself. never had it as like a yeah. dish. You should you should consider it at some I point. Should. Maybe. I I, yeah, I I definitely think you should. I'm I'm such a huge advocate for eating things that someone has not eaten before. As in, if you haven't eaten that thing, I'm constantly throwing things at Zoe. Eat this, eat this, knowing that half the time she's probably not going to like it. Yeah. But it's just go and eat yeah. this thing. And do you remember we went to a Michelin star restaurant a couple of months yeah. back? And on the way there, they they didn't have the current menu. They had an example of the menu up on the website. Right. This is the kind of things that we'll have, but they didn't have yeah, the current yeah. menu. So we were sort of talking about what we'd order. And Zoe asked me, you know, what, what, are, you, what are you thinking about ordering? <laughs> I said, I'm going to order the most obscure thing I can find. You know, if <laughs> yeah, if <laughs> if they have toad on the menu, <laughs> I will eat. I will eat toad. Yeah, of course. And anyway, we got there. Frogs legs and snails. Nice. So obviously, straight away, within seconds of looking at that menu, I was like, right, okay, I know what I'm having yeah. for mains. And I don't think there's any way to make snails taste good. They they were okay. They were doused in garlic. Yeah. Um, you know, they they were fine, but they're still snails. They they do they do seem like a like a weird a weird food dish that 
the the actual the actual thing you're eating is there for the sake of all of the flavoring that's been put onto it. Yeah, you know? yeah, essentially. I think if if you were to eat those unflavored, there would be exactly. I don't know. You you could you could stomach them. They, but they're, they're not going to be nice. You switch out the snail and put the exact same flavoring on a lot of other things. You know, you're you're eating the flavoring that's been put onto it, rather than the thing itself. And, and yeah, I, and yeah. and therefore that then strikes me as a bit of a you know, statement that you're eating snails. And I think that gets old quite quickly. I don't think it's always been like that. I, yeah, I don't know. Possibly, Weird yeah. things are delicacies everywhere, aren't they? All, all sorts of places, Japan, Norway, have various, yeah. you know, essentially rotting fish <laughs> as delicacy dishes yeah. that people have thoroughly enjoyed forever. So, does Does England have anything like that? That's a good... I don't know. Uh... Gravy, <laughs> possibly mushy peas. Yeah, I'm talking like rotten, kind of thing. Rotten. Yeah, I can't think of anything rotten actually that we have as a as a delicacy dish. Black pudding is probably the closest I can think of. You know, it's I, I'm not entirely sure what it's. Well, I think that's a good guess. Of what it's, I know I I know that the the color that it is it's black because of like the blood in it, which I think is as far as I can think we go. Um, and this is B L A C K space B. Oh, jeez. Sorry. <laughs> so, how much how much of black pudding is blood then? Because I I was working on the assumption that black pudding was essentially entirely blood and probably some fat, but you you make it sound like it's it's blood is just a small component. Um, I believe so. Let's have a look. Uh, yeah, as far as I can tell. It's made from pork blood with pork fat and a cereal, usually oatmeal or oat grits or barley. Really? Yeah. I didn't realise there, there, there were oats in there. Yeah. It's a, it's a kind of blood sausage, which would support your theory. I think it's all just held together with a form of cereal. Hmm. Black pudding's growing on me, actually. It is. Uh, as, it of, is. as of recent. Obviously, obviously, when I was younger... Oh, of course, yeah. We we love to order ourselves some black pudding. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so what's what's the weirdest thing you think you've eaten? The weirdest thing I've eaten? Um, you can list a couple of things. If yeah, there's, if there's I'll a need to. There. No, I'll need to think. Okay, well, I well if while you think, I've eaten scorpion. Okay. Crickets, mealworms, and snails. That's probably the weirdest things off the top of my no. head. Like See, I, I don't, I don't think about things like, like. There's lots of things that happened in the past where I think, I think, say, like Maria asked me whether I'd seen the Northern Lights, and I had to think about it quite hard. Like, have I seen the Northern Lights? Really? And I'm like, it, it feels like something I've done, and then I eventually come to the conclusion, oh no, I haven't. I'm surprised you had to think about that straight away. My answer was no, of course I haven't. Yeah, but it, I don't know. For some reason, it feels like something I've done, and I have to think back and be like, have I? I don't know why. Curious. I don't know. I had, like, when I was really young, I remember my auntie made me order a horse burger at a pub. And I, um, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of it because as I was thinking, as I was eating it, like, as this five-year-old kid, I just could only picture, like, a horse. And the fact that people had made such a big deal about it that I was ordering this horse burger just put me off of it massively. And I wasn't a fan of it. But I think if people (laughs) just shut up, and not told me it was a horse burger, I would have absolutely loved it. Because horse isn't particularly, you know, it's not particularly adventurous at all. 
Yeah, I, I yeah, especially since you know it's served up in most Tesco's. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's an old old news. That is, that is. I, oh, I've also eaten an ostrich burger. I didn't think that tasted very nice at all. Really, I'm pretty sure I ate it, but I I, I don't think I really really liked yeah. it. Maybe that's something I need to get on. Adventurous food ordering. Consider okay. So, uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for here? To paraphrase, maybe to far- paraphrase Morty from Rick and Morty, yeah. where he says, um, "Oh, we should try listening to to uh, one random song a day. We'll we'll you know yeah. listen to a lot of songs we don't like, but we'll also discover a lot more we do." Yeah. <laughs> You should you should consider that with food with a lot of things actually. Yeah. I'm genuinely I really I I sometimes I say pride, but you know I kind of do like to pride myself on trying something yeah. different. As yeah. much as I do have my little routines of, you know I I do this I do that that's how I do my things. I have this but... exact thing today. We went to Wagamama, and it was the first time I've ever been to Wagamama, and I had mm-hmm. like a it was new on the menu it was like a it had a japanese word and then beef brisket ramen and it came with all sorts of vegetables that i wouldn't normally eat spring onions and <laughs> oh, some other like some other <laughs> some onions. other weird leaves that were um other weird leaves that almost tasted like minty but i don't think they were mint i don't know it was all odd but yeah, and it was spicy as well, which isn't what I normally go for. I don't normally go for spicy. You're not a span of a span. You're not a fan of spice. No, I'm not. I don't know why. There's that barrier that you need to get through, apparently. Of, you know, you push through the spice and it opens up this whole new world of flavors, which I I'm definitely up for trying. But you know, I'm not. I'm not terrible with spice. It's just certain types of spice. They just I don't know. I can't taste the food if it gets to a certain level. I think spice is fantastic, and sometimes, sometimes I have to stop myself. And <laughs> I, I consider on a regular basis, and I go, "Ah, oh, okay, I'll buy some hot sauce." Yeah. And there's some hot sauce here, which hopefully, if Zoe's listening, she can remind me of what it's called. That's okay. She's forgotten too. <laughs> sriracha. Sriracha. Yes. There okay. we go. Okay. Sriracha. Sriracha. Okay. Um, and oh, man, so at home I'd have a lot of. Not not all the time, but I would stop myself from buying it, like you know, tubs of Tabasco or yeah. whatever, because I don't. I know I would just put it on everything, and I feel like that just can't be good for my insides because yeah. I, I really yeah. do. Don't don't get me wrong. I don't want stuff that's like fire. No, no. I but I, I you know I I like I, I quite a lot of spice. That. I do understand that. I in a lot of things. I was having a Chipotle chicken melt from um subway for ages and then i found chipotle mayo in mayo, in tesco's and i just started putting that on fucking everything like <laughs> literally everything i could find yeah and yeah it was just crazy and then i had to stop myself buying that and the same with ranch as well <laughs> i know they're like the opposite end of the spectrum to yep. hot sauce but i mean uh, chipotle is hot chipotle is spicy Chipotle mayo, maybe not so much. That's it, okay. I'm buying some sriracha sauce later on today. I think that's going to be part of my list of of things to do.